0: Hey friends, you're listening to OKY, I'm your host, Michael Grove, and today, as we continue to cruise through the month of January, we are on January 23rd, and today, we will be reading from the book of Luke, chapter 17. Jesus said to his disciples, things that cause people to stumble are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So, watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day, and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, Come along now and sit down to eat? Won't he rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink. After that, you may eat and drink. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Once on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, Nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, there he is, or here he is. Do not go running off after them, for the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, no one who is on the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife? Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night two people will be in one bed. One will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken, and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. He replied, Where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. This concludes the reading of Luke 17. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Okay, so let me just start by reminding you how Luke wrote his gospel. We read in Luke chapter 1, he tells us that he went around and asked everybody that he could about these stories. So when he's writing something... Remember, it's what people have told him. So, whatever he wrote about in the book of Luke is what people told him as it stood out to them. Okay, so that's important to remember as we get to the story of the ten men with leprosy. First off, it says that Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. Now, this obviously made sense because the Jews didn't go through Samaria they didn't believe the Samaritans were people that they wanted to mix with, so they went around Samaria in order to avoid them. So by stating that Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee, it's reassuring that they knew they didn't want anything to do with the Samaritans. This was a racial tension that started all the way back in 722 BC after the Israelites came out of the captivity of the Babylonians. When they returned to Jerusalem, the Samaritan people had already taken over the land, so the Israelites had to learn to live inside this tension of having the Samaritans in their homeland. This caused great hatred and tension between the two all the way up to the day of Jesus. So as Luke is telling this story, he makes it very clear they traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. In other words... Even Jesus wasn't going to go into Samaria. Now, we later know that Jesus does sit with a Samaritan woman at one point. So we know that Jesus is not giving into this racial tension. However, in this moment, this is an important detail. Because as they're traveling on the outskirts, they came across a group of lepers. Now, if you had leprosy in that day, you were cast out of the village. So, by being on the outskirts, Jesus was able to come across these lepers, and as they saw him, they yelled out to him, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he tells them to go to the priest. See, this was the typical practice when you were healed. You had to be approved by the priest in order to come back into the town. It was the priest's job to declare them clean. And as they're running along, all of them get healed. They get cleansed from their leprosy. Yet only one turns around and comes back. Verse 16 tells us this story in this important detail. It says, He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. So why is this so significant? Because the person that told Luke this story, made very clear how important it was that we remember this was a Samaritan person. Because even in the middle of this hatred between the two groups, Jesus came between that and said, This doesn't matter. What matters is wholeness. Jesus was able to look at these two groups that hated each other, that had a divide, and instead of taking sides, He acknowledges the fact that his healing is for everyone. Not only that, the people that told Luke this story made it very clear. It was a Samaritan. The group of people who were allegedly against the Jews and who were often mistreated by the Jews. Well, that group of people had the only one that was willing to come back and thank this great rabbi and teacher Jesus, It shows that the gospel message goes beyond borders. It's a message for all people. It's not for those who have neat, clean, pretty lives. It's not just for those who live in secure neighborhoods. It's for every single person. And even when we have tension between other people, when we think that there's some divide between us and them, And even when we would discriminate against others for the way they talk or act or even the way they look, Jesus would step in the middle and say, my love is for all people. This isn't a gospel that's for some specific group of people. This is a gospel that's for all people. And anyone willing to accept it and be grateful for it will be cleansed. I'm so glad that I'm part of a group that believes in a God that loves all people no matter what. And my prayer is that we would be that type of people too. That we would love all people no matter where they come from, what they look like, how they talk, their financial status, their religious beliefs, or even the color of their skin. God forbid that we would ever treat people poorly because of any of those factors. In fact, God help us to love them so sacrificially that all people have the chance to understand Jesus and be healed by Him. So let us be that type of people today. Let us be the most loving, accepting group of people on the face of this earth. Why? So that they will know who to come and thank, that they'll know to come back and thank the one who offers life to all people. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.